to one more worship song and then we are going to come back and hear what thus says Lord, amen. Amen, amen. 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 Thank you. 
trust and pray that you all can hear us uh, fairly well. Amen. As we are getting all the kinks worked out. Amen. Amen. And amen. We are trusting and asking God to be with us, to lead us, and to guide us through these worship experiences. Amen. And amen. We thank God that he is worthy to be praised he is doing just what he said he would do amen 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 
I want to talk to you from the thought, time to take the church back. I want to talk to you this morning from the thought, time to take the church back. You will pray with me, won't you? God eternal wise, here now stands again, the unlearned son of sharecropping. Again, Master, you've allowed me to make it through another week of ups and downs, heartaches and pains, and even overcome some personal disappointment. And so now, Father God, you bring me to this moment, you bring me to this hour, you bring me to this place, seeking your face. And it is your face we seek. Father, I ask that you be with me now, that you lead me, and that you guide me and you hold me in the hollow of your hand that I may be presented holy just for a moment. For without you, I have no holiness. I have no righteousness. I have no joy absent if I'm absent from you. But in your presence is my joy, is my strength, is my salvation, is my hope, and is my holiness and righteousness. So now, God, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Purge me now, God, with hyssop, that I may be come white as snow. Dip me into the well of the Lamb's blood, that I may be cleansed. In the mighty and matchless name of our Lord and Savior Jesus, I ask that you let this, your servant's prayer, be heard on high and be answered before I can even begin to speak. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. And amen. We can, no one called in. We can cut that off. Amen. 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 Um, it had been the idea to come up with a place that people could gather and worship the Lord. It had been an idea that was born in his heart and in his mind that he wanted to build a house for God. He wanted to erect a sanctuary, a place where people from all nations, race, creeds, and colors could come and worship the Lord thy God. He felt he owed God that much because God had been <laughs> God had been good to him. When he looked back over his life and he saw where the Lord had brought him from, he, he, he concluded in his heart that had it not been for the Lord who was, I wish somebody was praying with me, Dr. Spears, had it not been for the Lord who was on my side, my enemies would have slain me. And so I want to build a temple that will house the ark of the covenant and that people will come from far and near and worship his holy name. That's what I want to do. I have the resources. I have the economy to do it. I have the heart and I have the mindset to do it. I even have the manpower because we are experiencing a period of peace. That's, that's what I'm going to do. 
And he sat down one night and he had a conversation with God and said, God said, well, David, I've never lived anywhere. The universe is my home. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. I've never needed uh, to be housed any place. I've, I've never sought food, food or shelter. I, I like what you want to do, David. I like where you're Heart and mind is that, David, but 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 the, the problem you see, David, is, is 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 threefold. First of all, David, there is no one building that can contain my spirit. There is no one place that 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 could hold all of who I am, but but I understand what you're trying to do. You want a place where a part of my spirit can come and well and I'll meet man at that place. You, you're trying to set up a meeting place for man. The second problem, the second problem, David, that you run into is that that every place that I can be, which is every place, you would need to set up one of these buildings. You would need to set up a place in the north, the south, the east, the west. Every place that the sun shines, you would need to set up one of these temples and and you don't have that type of manpower and resources. And David, that could take eons. And, and even now, somewhere, someplace, somebody's building a building that men and women can gather and call on the name of the Lord. I wish somebody would pray with me. But the third problem, David, the third problem you have is more of a personal problem. Uh, you are a man after my own heart, David, but I've been reviewing your record. And uh, I might, I can work out the other two things, David, but 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 the problem, David, it, it is you. Every now and then I got to look at me because when things ain't going right, when God doesn't allow me to do something, instead of looking at other folks every now and then, you ought to look at you. Michael Jackson said, if you want to make the world a better place, and you want to make the world filled with change, start with the man in the mirror. And, and, and David, I, I want you to look at you. I want us to run down your record, David. And the truth of the matter is, David, you've got too much blood on your hands. But I'll tell you what, David, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll let your son Solomon, I'll let him build me this temple. I'll let him construct it, and I'll give him the wisdom to design it. I'll Tell him the length, the breadth, the height, the weight. I'll tell him what to use, and, and I'll let other people bless him with, with materials and, and the manpower. And, and after 46 years, finally in Jerusalem, there stood the eternal edifice, the temple to the Most High God, where people would walk in and tell their testimony. It was a beautiful building. It would take me too long to describe it, but but read about it in 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 Chronicles, the building that Solomon built. And you know how it is with anything new; everybody referenced it, revered it, and everybody had great respect for it. No one dare not. Uh, just like when you get a new car, no one in the first six months to a year you have it, no one dare not eat in your car. But someplace around year two, well, you let a friend or a child get away with eating a bag of potatoes. Then there's the family road tripping. 
you let somebody eat a hot dog or Kentucky Fried Chicken, and the next thing you know, your new car ain't new anymore, and people get in and out and drop ice cream and do this and do that and, and, and treat your car any kind of way. That is what happened to the temple that, that after a while, after the lust, after, after the beauty, after, after the newness of it all, there rose up generations of people, like priests, like priests, and even prophets who, who took advantage of the temple. They, they did not only use it as a house of prayer. It was no longer a house of worship. It was, it was a money-making scheme. It was a country club. It became the hookup hangout. And no longer did it have the reverence that made the writer say, I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. It was no longer that place that Isaiah sat in when he was feeling melancholy and sad about the passing of King Isaiah, where he declared with such great fervor and respect in the year King Isaiah died. So also the Lord. He, it was no longer that place where Isaiah said, I saw him and he was high and lifted up. Uh, help me, Holy Ghost. It, 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 it was no longer, it was no longer that place where Ezekiel sat in mourn when he saw the chariot of God get loaded up and God get in his chariot and departed it with such sorrow it broke his heart. It was no longer I wish I was talking to somebody. The temple was no longer that place that, that, that when he saw him come back he shouted with joy that God had returned. It was, it was no longer that now. It was no longer the temple that Nehemiah had rebuilt and two crowds gathered. One morning over the destruction of the old thing and pray the construction of the new. And the other crowd celebrating the destruction of the old temple. I wish I I wish I could preach for a little while, but and uh celebrating the construction of the no, it was no longer that by the time Jesus entered into the room. It was no longer, it was no longer, it was, it was no longer the place where Jeremiah stood at the back door and dared them to not profane the name of God. It was no longer that place. But now it had become a place. I would dare say it did a feast. A place where everything and anything could and would go on. A place where people came to seek prophet instead of the words of the prophet or the priest. Yes, that's what the church had become. That's what the Jewish church had become. And as I think about now, with our church doors closed and as things are getting ready to open up and we'll be going back to church, I stop by to tell somebody it's time to take as Jesus did the church. We sanction same-sex marriage. Preachers are nothing more than property. And a lot of 
false prophets are prophesying false, poor prophets. It has become a modern day country. And people come to the church and they tell the preacher or the pastor, Prophet Glenn, that the pastor better be lucky that I'm here. And then you have others who don't want to come to church and so they talk about the messiness of the people inside the church. I want to tell you, there are some messy people on your job, but you still do here. There are some messy people in your family, but you still go to the family reunion. There are some messy people in Walmart and in, in, in Macy's and all the stores you shop in. There are some messy people there, but yet you still, I wish I was talking with somebody. I wish my holiness friends were with me this morning. Yet you still find your way and you, you still find time to go to places, other places where messy and messed up people are. My problem isn't with the messy people in church. My problem is with the people who can't forgive the people and they mess because when God found all of us, we were a mess. When, when Christ walked by all of us on the side of the road, we were a mess. And if the truth of the matter is, if I'm being truthful with myself, I'm still a mess. But I'm glad that I'm a mess, that I met the Messiah and he picked me up and he turned me around. And it might take him a long time to clean me and my mess up, but I'm glad that each and every day they do get me down in the blood of Jesus and I come up white as snow and I want him to continue to watch this mess of a man because this mess of a man got the Messiah in his heart. I feel all right, man. And so it's time, it's, it's time, Dr. Spears, it's, it's time, pastors and preachers, for, for us to take the church back. Look at, look at, look at what Jesus did. Jesus decided it was time for me to take my father's house back and instead of the first thing he did was instead of avoiding the church here in this church if there's things going on in church that you don't like then don't avoid church attend church be present in church let your presence let your prayers let your praise be heard and felt in the sanctuary of the lord go in the church and make a joyful noise and all of the demons all of the devils and all of the people who really ain't there for the love of God, don't worry. They'll leave at you. It's time to take the church back. Beat them out with your song. Beat them out with your joy. Beat them out with your testimony. Beat them, beat them, beat them out with your love. Beat them out with your hope. Beat them out with your prayers. Beat them out with your praise. Beat them out of the temple. That's the first thing Jesus did was he attended church. The second thing he did was he beat them out with his presence. For where holiness is, unholiness cannot exist. Where light is, darkness can't exist. Where, where love is, hate cannot reside. And, and so the first thing Jesus did was he attended church. But then he braided a cord and he beat them out of the church. But then he made a statement. He, he made a statement. He said what church is supposed to be. He said this temple is supposed to be a 
place of prayer. This is supposed to be a place where we come to worship the Lord, our God, who the maker of heaven and earth. This is the place where the hurting are supposed to come for healing. This is the place where the doubtful can come for deliverance. This is the place where the fearful can come and have their faith restored. This is the place where those who are suffering from sin can come and get salvation. This is the place where joy should jump all over you when you walk in. It's time that we as a people take the first back. At once it was the grandest and greatest institution in our community and community. The church hasn't lost its way. It's the people inside of the church that have lost their way. The church hasn't lost her reverence. It's the people inside the church that no longer reveres her. The church hasn't lost her power. It's the people in the church who don't use the power, who no longer believe that there's power in the blood of the Lamb. And I stop by the faith. There's still power, power, power working power. In the blood of the Lamb, and his seal is on the doorpost of the church, the house of the living God. And it's time that we take the church back there. People dying who need the right church there. People dying who need a loving church there. People who are hurting who need the healing church there. People who are hated who need the loving church there. People who need greeted mean who need the kind church there. are People out there who need the church back the living God there. Are people out there who are worried and needing space to come and worship God. Somebody tell somebody, Pastor, take the church back. He can take the church back. Mother, take the church back. Take the church back. Take it out of the hands of the hellraiser. Take it out of the hands of the doctors. Take it out of the hands of the false prophets and preachers. Let's take the church back. I know y'all don't like when I preach like this. But, uh, I'm going to close when I tell you this. Um, I thought about not in any morbid way. Uh, I thought about um, Sister Hodge when I get ready to live out my golden years. Uh, when that time comes that um. My voice no longer has its strength. My vision has begun to get blurry. And that uh, with age, I need assistance in walking. And uh, my hearing has avoided where would I like to live. And I thought about a lot of retirement communities and places. And then uh, not too long ago, in another city was driving by. And I saw a man as I was, before the pandemic hit, I was driving by and his house was right next door to the church. And he was sitting out on his porch, just rocking and smiling. And uh, I thought to myself, um, I want to be like that man. Now in my golden years, uh, I want my house to be next to the church. And uh, I watched as uh, Sunday school kids came by making noise and uh, he smiled. And I thought to myself, uh, if I got it in my golden years, I could uh, just live next door to the church. If I can open my front window and I can hear the senior choir sing. 
If I can open my window and I can hear the old deacon. If I can open my window and sit in my front garden now, I can hear the prophet call on the name of the Lord. I'd be all right. If I can hear the song being choir on the site and sing their song full of joy. The God Almighty, what a wonderful life that would be at the close. I don't know about you this morning, but uh, God Almighty, I hope that we can take the church back. That we can put the hands back in, put back in the hands of capable men and women. Put back in the hands of people who love the Lord. He puts church back in the hands of those who see him as Isaiah saw him. The God Almighty, Holy Ghost, I don't want to preach like this. Isaiah said, I saw him. I came to the temple. I was troubled in my heart. I was melancholy and I was sad. My family member had died. My uncle had died. And I didn't know no place else to go. I thought everybody to talk to, but you know you ought to be able to go to the church if you can't go nowhere else. I said, inside the church, I saw him high and lifted up. Yes, they did. Inside the church, he made me feel all right. There was a joy that came inside my soul. Holy Ghost, can I let it go now? Isaiah said, when I sat inside of the temple, the God Almighty, everything that was wrong became all right. Ain't it all right? Ain't the church all right? Ain't this Christ, who's the best, who's the who's searching the bridegroom, ain't he all right? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's all right. Take back. It's time we take back the church. And let it once again be called the house of worship, the house of prayer, where people from all nations, the downtrodden, the beaten, the battered, the bruised, the overlooked, and the outcast can come. Where saints can come and have their salvation solidified and sinners can come who seek the salvation of the Lord. And those who are weak can be strengthened. Take back. Take back. This is Jesus. Let us take back. God bless you. Turn a smile on you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. May God be with you. Amen. And amen. Let me pray for you and with you. God, wise and eternal, we thank you this morning. We thank you, Father God. for the church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the premise upon which it was planned. We thank you. Not the church, but the people of the church have somehow lost their way. But now, God, let us take the church back. Put it in the hands of capable and able men and women who love the Lord thy God with all their heart and soul that would worship you in spirit and truth. 
don't move out the money changes, but change them to a people who love the Messiah and love the Lord. And if we have to beat them out, let's beat them out with our prayers and our praise and our worship. And let us find safety in the city of the sanctuary of ours. Be thou our strength and our refuge. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.